Welcome to the EQFit Podcast. Our mission is to equip people to prosper in every aspect of their life. Whether you're at home or in the workplace, we explore practical ways of improving success, satisfaction, finding balance, and building enjoyable and beneficial relationships. Thank you for joining us. So we're continuing our journey looking at the skills and competencies of emotional intelligence, which are really the foundational elements to all of the different soft skills that we think of. And there are many of those. And I will be doing a series in the future about the different soft skills. And I think you're going to be surprised. There are a whole lot more soft skills than people think there are. So today, though, let's focus in on this next EQ competency slash skill, which is navigating emotions. And what does that mean? Well, I'm currently running an EQ survey to gain insight into the emotional environment people are experiencing. So what is an emotional environment? It is literally the environment in yourself uh, related to your emotions. And one thing I want to make sure everybody knows is really that's a choice. The intensity of emotions when you have them diminish after about six seconds. So what you choose to hold on to and revisit over and over that creates your emotional environment. So even though circumstances may generate emotions in you that are not pleasant, you don't have to hold on to those long term. It doesn't mean that they totally go away, but the intensity of them does. However, we as human beings tend to hold on to certain things and just continue to cycle through the same emotion, which just reinforces it. It just continues to create that same emotional experience for us over and over again. So in the survey I'm talking about, here's one of the questions, and here's the way people have responded to this point. When you are experiencing strong emotions... What do you struggle with? Now, I've got several selections here. So the question again, when you are experiencing strong emotions, what do you struggle with? Thinking clearly, making good decisions, behaving appropriately, communicating well, relating to others well, being productive. Those are the choices. Now, of those choices, which one do you think got the most attention? Which one do you think people struggle with the most? Well, if you said being productive, then you got the right one. 32% of people who responded said that they struggle with being productive when they're dealing with strong emotions. Right behind that was relating well to others 
And the next one was communicating well. So if you think about those three skills, those three competencies of being productive, relating to others well, communicating well, those are kind of important in our everyday lives. And when you think about how important those are, I'm just going to ask you, do you feel the same way? Would you answer that question with one of those top three? These are very basic skills, and they're very important to what we do in our lives and in our work. So why is it that strong emotions create a struggle for us in important areas of our lives? So I'm going to put a link in this so you could take that survey if you want to. So be watching for the link uh, if you want to take. It's just six short questions. And it also has kind of an open question. You can ask whatever you want about how do I learn more about EQ or emotional intelligence or any kind of question related to that. Let's get back to let's get back to navigating emotions. It's a key skill of emotional intelligence. It's the skill that gives us the agility and the resilience to navigate the emotional environment in ourselves and to navigate the emotions of other people. So what should we look for when we think about navigating emotions? What is that? Well, first let's start with what it is not. Navigating emotions is not hiding our emotions. It's not suppressing our emotions. It's not wearing our emotions so everybody can see them all the time. It's not dumping our emotions on other people. Okay, so what is navigating emotions? Taking the time to respond instead of react, being more intentional with our choices, repurposing the information and the energy impact that comes from emotions to get better strategic outcomes or just better results. That's what navigating emotions is. If we can do that, we navigate life better, we navigate work better. Let's look at this deeper. The practical approach to navigating emotions starts with slowing down. I realize that might sound strange, but if we're going to navigate something, we don't do it at top speed. I'm looking at a graphic that I found recently that I think does a wonderful job of expressing what does that look like. And this graphic, um, I got it from Doodled Wellness, D-O-O-D-L-E-D-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S. Um, it's really kind of cool because here's what it says. A 90-second pause is the difference between a reaction and a response. So the first, the first 
line of this graphic is a measure of time. So we're triggered, we automatically react, and we tend to get unwanted outcomes. But the second line has a different approach. We're triggered with something, we take a 90-second pause. What happens in this 90-second pause? It gives you time to take a deep breath, resist the urge to act impulsively, name how you feel. Remember when we talked about name it to tame it? That's the next step. And then put your ego aside and then think through the consequences of how you might respond to get your best response. Then you can respond and get more favorable outcomes. I think it's a wonderful and simple way to help us be more intentional in making better choices for better outcomes, which is what navigating emotions is all about. Let's stop a minute and think about a time when you simply reacted when you were triggered with some kind of emotion. Somebody did something, said something, or something happened. You were triggered with an emotion. You had an automatic reaction, and then you regretted it, wished you could take it back or do it over again. I think we've all been there, right? It's not a good feeling because you cannot unring the bell. Once you have that reaction, it leaves a mark. And sometimes it's hard to rebuild a bridge when you've burned it down. So, and maybe it's not that critical, but you understand the feeling. You've been there. You know what it feels like. Taking that pause gives us the time to be more intentional, to practice curiosity, not judgment, to apply our consequential thinking, which is another EQ skill, and then choose the best path forward that we can in that moment. Emotions do a couple of important things, and I don't want to miss this. Number one, very importantly, they send us a message. If you're getting an emotion, if you're feeling something, there's a message in that for you. Do I trust this person? Do I not trust this person? Trust is an emotion. Um, You walk into a place, immediately you feel uncomfortable. What do you do? Do you stay there or do you get out? There are messages attached to those emotions that we're feeling. The other things that emotions do. They impact our energy. They may give us energy, or in some cases, some emotions may actually drain us of energy. If it's discouragement, um, disappointment, you know that feeling. I know that feeling. Have you ever felt one of those emotions that drained you of energy? I think we all have. And, of course, the opposite, an emotion that gives you energy. Sure, we've all been there. These messages and this energy impact that emotions have on us, they're critical. They're critical to how we approach what we do. 
Of the eight EQ competencies in the six seconds emotional intelligence model, navigating emotions is what I believe to be one of the most important to develop. All eight are critical skills. Navigating emotions allows us to be more intentional and to get better outcomes when we practice it. And it really opens the door to practice the other skills more often as well. Um, Increasing optimism, increasing your intrinsic motivation, applying consequential thinking. Well, if, if you can't navigate your emotions, if you're being stuck because those emotions are just holding you back or they're they're holding you down very hard to do some of these other things now our brains work in a really specific way we experience something that generates a thought our brain immediately attaches meaning to that thought. It's just the way we work. It's the way our brains work. From thought and meaning, emotions are generated. These emotional drivers impact our decisions, our behavior, and our actions. So that literally means that emotions are the bridge between our thoughts and our decisions, actions, and behavior. So the manner in which we're able to navigate emotions impacts many different areas of our life. And I mentioned earlier soft skills. Let me give you a subset of soft skills, critical skills, that people use all the time and need to be able to use. But if you're having emotions that are derailing you, it is very difficult to use these soft skills. And I think you'll see what I mean when I read this list to you. Critical thinking, decision-making, problem-solving, abstract thinking, innovation, creativity, relationship-building, interpersonal communication. Those all become more difficult to do when we're triggered with strong emotions And especially if we choose to hold on to those strong emotions and they become our emotional environment that we're living in. It's hard to access higher thinking skills when we are dealing with strong emotions. So navigating emotions that sends us messages that impacts our energy has a direct impact on many, many other thinking skills, communicating skills, relationship skills. But here's something else. If we can navigate emotions well, you actually have better control of how your energy is being used, how your time is being used, how your focus is being used. Those are three key internal resources that you pretty much control. Those three things, time, energy, and focus. The more that we can strengthen this skill 
of navigating emotions, the more able we are to access all of those other things I just talked about. So let's take a minute and think about what we've learned and and what we're exploring here together. When you experience something that generates emotions in you, what do you do first? I think that's an important question because it speaks to another EQ skill called recognizing patterns. And you, you have patterns, I have patterns, everybody has patterns of some kind. So ask yourself, when you experience something that triggers or generates emotions in you, what's the first thing that you do? If the answer to that is you react, then you're probably not navigating your emotions maybe as well as you'd like to. Are you controlling your emotions or are they controlling you? Sometimes it's easier to just react and deal with the consequences later, but is that really the best approach? It certainly isn't being intentional. When we navigate our emotions, it'll take more time and intentionality, but the result will most likely be better outcomes. This is an EQ skill that is worth the effort to grow in and to develop for yourself. Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you have any questions about this week's episode, or maybe a suggestion for future episodes you'd like us to explore, please contact us through our website at eqfit.org. For more information and inspiration, connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at EQFit.